0: Hey, this is Rob Cordry, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour.
1: Oh, hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. joined as always by a man who is nude from the waist down, and is currently swabbing the center of his dickhole. That's the COVID-riddled dragon, Jeff Clark. I was going to say, I'm I'm COVID-testing my dickhole, but all right, cool. And transmitting from beneath a pile of discarded voter ballots, the bearded pollster known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brap, brap. Here we are. I feel like um, I feel like we took some time off, but we yeah, it didn't. does
2: feel with everything that's happened in the last seven days. We were talking about in the Easter egg how it seems like we should have at least recorded once since then.
1: Yeah, you know how like they always say that the the presidency, no matter who's in office, the president just gets rapidly aged by their time in office. I feel like last week aged me by thirty years.
2: It was it was definitely st- a stressful week, for sure.
1: I have a couple dozen gray pubes now. Bummer.
2: I feel like the country aged more
0: over the past four years than the president. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: he doesn't look terribly different, does he?
0: No, I mean, Teflon Don, coming out pretty much unscathed. Got impeached, but, you know, whatever. It
1: happens. Fuck it. Yeah. Made it through. Happens to the best of us. What a
0: crazy four years, huh? Yeah, America. America went nuts back there. That was, fuck, dude. I feel like we should look back at that era, like you look back at your your Cuts Town, uh seminar, three seminars.
2: Like, yeah, semesters. You mean?
0: What did I say? Seminar? Yeah, <laughs> semesters. Is what I mean. Uh, it's gonna be a long one, fellas.
1: Yeah, it's I, gonna be a long one. Yeah, I, I do feel this sense of like, woo, man, looking back. We fucking made it out of that, didn't we? Wow!
2: It's like all those party. Like when you're looking back on how much we used to drink, and you're like, "How did we survive that?"
1: Well, yeah. you did it. You unlocked an achievement. Congratulations, America,
2: man! We
0: just got after it for four years, man. Got fucked up, wasted some money, got sick on COVID. We're fighting. Portland this was trying to tear members- down statues. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy
1: Oh, I thought you I'm were sorry, about Sean, to say something, Shuddy
2: I, I was going to say that his since the election His cabinet members just keep going down with COVID
3: Oh, yeah I
1: got
2: a notification today that Ben Carson has it
1: Oh, poor Ben <laughs> Carson It's like, isn't one of the, uh, the signs of COVID Like being lethargic I don't know if that one was going to really register with, with old Ben Carson. Yeah, that he's,
0: norm- he's going to look normal.
1: He always looks like he just did a gravity bong hit like 20 seconds before he got on mic.
3: Yeah. That dude he looks, like, looks he like he he's, blazes. Yeah,
1: like
0: he's contemplating the most important thing ever.
1: <laughs> and it's confusing the fuck out of him. So, Jeff, you are... What the fuck's the matter with you? Your eyes look all puffy. You've been like nursing a box of Kleenex and shit. He's you got, got COVID. You got the Chairman Mao hair on point though.
0: Yep,
2: he's got the kung flu.
0: Uh, I don't know. I just I think it's allergies, but it's not really allergy season. Um, we it's been really cold and
2: <clears throat> define California. really cold.
0: Really cold for us. So we will say fifty and windy.
2: Okay, that is cold for you guys, and it's been unseasonably seasonably warm here, like high seventies.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's been nicer out east than it has been uh, in California, or warmer, I guess. And yesterday, I went to my uh, my flag or my fantasy football or a friend of mine who I'm in the same fantasy football league as. I went to his house for like his birthday party, and we were outside the whole day watching football. And I wore like shorts and boat shoes like a dumbass. So I might be getting a little bit of a cold. I, uh
1: or oh, you went to a party and got COVID.
0: Uh no, there was safe distancing. It was it was a lot like CNN would describe the Biden victory parades. It's mostly social distance and people are wearing masks. Not like not like storming the the field of a football game. It's completely different. Completely different. So no, uh, I, I, I don't think it's COVID. It would, it would have been, it would have happened too fast. Actually, I just think it's some allergies. Like I said, and because it's cold out, we turn up, the, we turn on the heat, and like my my apartment, I feel like is a little dusty, and maybe like the heater being used is like spitting out some dust. Yeah,
2: it usually does that. There's dust that forms in the vents that gets kicked out.
0: Right. That's kind of what I'm thinking is happening right now because it's just like. I just been like sneezing today. It just happened like today. So
2: you're just congested.
0: Yeah, but I look like shit and I shaved earlier today and I think it makes my face look fatter. and I feel like I look more disgusting. Like I, I, I didn't know I had this much chin, but I got a lot of chin today.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't. I, I thought something looked a little different from you other than the, the puffiness under the eyes. And yeah, your, your Gomez Adams mustache is gone.
0: Yeah, you just go get like a pencil. Shit with facial hair,
1: pencil it in.
0: <laughs> I look like shit, like with facial. hair. I don't look like you guys. You guys are fucking handsome with your facial hair.
1: Thank you. I mean, I didn't even so. know I could do this. It was just like uh, a couple years ago. I hadn't shaved in like six days, so it probably looks like what a real man looks like if he has a five o'clock shadow, mm. and. My coworker, Andrew, was like clowning on me. And he's like, oh, you got to let that ride. Let it go. Keep that shit going. This is really funny. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. It is November. I could do the whole Movember thing. But I feel like you have to grow in advance for that. You got to get like a little primer going the last week of October. So I, I let it keep growing. And it was just like, nothing's fucking happening. I still have like a starter stash. This is ridiculous. So I shaved it off. And that's about the furthest I ever let it get. And then... You know, when when lockdown first hit, it was just like, "Well, who the fuck am I shaving for?" Might as well do an experiment. Thinking we were only going to be at home for a month. Now here we are. What is this? Eight months in? Nine months in? I can't even keep track yeah. anymore.
0: And it feels like it's wrapping up somewhat shortly, huh? Pfft,
1: yeah. Right. Coincidentally.
0: Uh, coincidentally, we're getting some positive feedback from the medical community.
1: I mean, it's promising, but like in the short term, that's not really going to do much. I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was looking into it because, you know, I'm I'm bummed out. I miss my family and it it looks like to get out, you know, 250 million doses across the country, they got to do it in waves and it's probably going to be another eight months or so, eight to 10 months before it trickles down to goofballs like us they got to get the frontline workers and old people and cops and then podcasters that tell fart jokes.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not going to be on the edge of my seat waiting for it. I'll probably get it in like the 4th or 5th cycle. I'm going to see how you do with it first. You're probably going to get covid waiting in line for the vaccine.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a you're not a flu shot guy, huh, Jeff? You think the government's putting chips nah, in you? I've never
0: gotten a flu shot. Well, I did when I was a kid. Like my mom got me all the the basic vaccines and stuff. And I had to get a whole I had to get a few shots before I uh dormed in college, but that like that's the last time I've gotten a shot. I've never been like a regular flu shot guy. I don't I don't know, you know how I am. I'm a little tin foil hat ish. Little conspiracy ish. Uh, and I, uh, I'm not crazy about the whole idea of a
1: vaccine, to be honest.
2: I've never got I don't get flu shots either.
1: Nice man. I've gotten them the last two years.
2: I mean, that's understandable. You're much more neurotic than both Jeff and I are about getting sick.
1: Well, no, at both times I just happened to be at the doctor's office getting the physical and they were like, Hey, you want the flu shot? I'm like, how much is it? And they're like, free? Yeah. Alright, yeah. Stab me up. What do I care? Dr. Steve is a, is a, of, of weird medicine. Friend of the show. Big, big, big proponent of the flu shot. He absolutely is. And I trust Dr. Steve. He tells me getting a flu shot's all right. I'm getting a fucking flu shot. My grandparents, they get their flu shot every year. My grandma's 82. My grandpa's like 84, 85. They get their fucking flu shots. They haven't, they haven't developed autism yet. I think we're chill. (laughs) Yeah, they probably got
0: microchips though in them. And then that the government's tracking.
1: Yeah, well, you got a microchip in your pocket that the government's tracking. <laughs> that's good point. Good no, point. That's
2: a micro dick.
3: Oh, Whoa! 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 whoa. Oh.
0: You leave my micro dick out of your mouth. <laughs> Finish him. Get him, Shuddy. No. Nice drop. <laughs> nice. I haven't heard that one in a while. It was deserving. Shuddy got me good back there.
1: Man, but speaking of video games, long podcast. now that the uh, the election week is behind us, now my thoughts are just consumed with PlayStation Five. I keep Listen, refreshing that email. When's it shipping? Ship that you motherfucker! I keep ship checking
2: it. every day. I check my credit card to see if it got charged. I check my. I check. Wait,
0: neither one of you guys got a charge yet? No, I, I didn't. Mine Did you? got charged.
2: Yeah, I got charged. When did you get charged?
0: Uh, this past Friday. Wait, I have to... Yeah, it was Friday. Yeah, yeah, Friday.
1: But you guys got yeah, yours no, from I'm Walmart. Go. It, I got it's... mine from Best Buy. Mine charged right away.
2: I wish mine charged right away. Mine still says preparing order. When you look at yours online, what does it say?
0: Um, Hold on. I, I, I don't know. I just saw the charge on my bank account. I have to go find it. I I got on Walmart. I got it from Walmart. Excuse me. Where did you get it from? Walmart. Okay. Do you are you looking through your email? Where do you find that? Where do you see that the status? I'm on
2: on the app.
0: Oh, I don't even have the Walmart app.
2: But you signed you said created an account on Walmart.com to order, right?
0: I'm a, I mean yeah, I would have so to right? Just, yeah. Or no. Just, I, yeah. Okay. All right. Let me so, let me let me see if I can find it. Hold on. If
2: you sign into the website, you should be able to see it.
1: I think that means okay, you're fucked, yeah. Shuddy. You might want I'll to start.
2: Now. I. now. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Wait, My, what happened
1: with you? I think Shuddy's fucked. I think he's going to have to start refreshing Microsoft.com on the reg to try and get an Xbox X Series 1X box series. Whatever the fuck the new one's just, called. Just buy two and flip one.
0: Fuck it, dude. If you can get one from Walmart this and then is. one from someone
1: else. Oh, are you putting out your personal information to the world,
3: Shuddy? No. Okay.
2: I mean it just has the order number. It just has but, my birth
3: date address and social security number on it. But
2: it just says preparing order.
0: Okay. So mine's yeah, mine says scheduled.
2: That's great. Is it it comes out November twelfth, right? It comes out on Thursday.
0: Yeah, yeah, in a, a few days. Yeah, yeah, No, mine's scheduled, so I... Yep,
2: so I'm not getting it.
0: I mean, it's just... I don't know. It's it, You're probably going to get it on the same day as me. I don't know why. It's just, like, being weird on your end, dude. Don't worry. I'll tell you how it is. It's probably not even going to be that cool. I mean, whatever. It's just PS5. Like, who's going to... Who really cares, right?
1: Look, let's let's be honest. Even if you got it and it got delivered... Someone would just steal it off your porch anyway, right, Shuddy? It wasn't gonna happen,
0: Shuddy. I'm. Come on, man. Don't worry about it. I'm sure it's just it's just like a digital thing on 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 your end that you're just not seeing.
1: Or you're fucked.
2: I, I think I'm fucked.
1: Who are
0: you more? Is it a Sony issue you think, or is it more of like a PS4 issue or Walmart? I guess. Walmart (laughs) fucking pussies, dude. Anyways, (laughs) I don't know, whatever. It's (sighs) (coughs) well, did you buy you? You got here's the one thing though, Kevin. Didn't you get a video game already or or controllers? I got a controller,
2: yeah. You did,
0: right? Yeah, you want to get something like that, Shuddy.
1: I
2: no, I didn't. I just ordered the Oh, you would uh, even buy one, an extra controller? No, not yet. Oh, uh, all right, I see. He has the controller in his hand. Look at that.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I just didn't know if you got one of those. Because he didn't get charged, I guess, but he got a controller, so.
1: Why won't the camera focus on it? It's still focusing on the kitchen behind me. The buttons, look at the buttons on the controller. They look like a, like a cordless phone from the 90s.
3: Just I'm chatting give Walmart you right
2: now. We'll see what what comes of this.
3: You son of a bitch! Change the status to scheduled. Do you want to? Uh, you
0: want to try to combine like chat rooms? Invite me, and I'll give him my my piece.
2: I'll just. Uh, my lawyer would like to speak with you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Shuddy, ask him if he wants to cyber. No.
0: Yeah, uh, ask him ASL. Start the
1: conversation <laughs> off with that. So I, got, I also pre-ordered one of those new headsets, the wireless PS5 headset, and that was supposed to come today, but they shipped at FedEx. So every time you get a shipping date estimate from FedEx, just add a day or two because they never deliver on time. Never. FedEx sucks donkey dick. I fucking hate FedEx. Anytime I buy something online and it says it was shipped with FedEx, I'm like, ah, fuck. Right.
0: Maybe I'm completely misremembering, but, like, I feel, I feel as though I've always had great mail luck. Like, nothing has ever been lost in the
1: mail for me. I do okay mail-wise. FedEx. That's a whole other story.
0: What's the difference? What am I, what am I saying that's
1: wrong? So you, you just say you have good luck with anything that gets delivered, regardless of carrier. And I yeah. seem to always get butt-fucked by FedEx. But whatever. Uh-oh, Shreddy's getting Wait. pissed off. He's breaking things.
2: Well, yeah, they're like, hi, this is estimated to deliver on November 12th. No shit. Charge me!
3: Okay. Charge my card! Charge my card! Just tell him you need
0: a little, like, further proof. Like, just, I mean, like, yeah, I have a friend that it says on his end, scheduled, <laughs> like, why is it different for me than it is him?
1: Yeah, make this, like, uh, um... Like, I'm sure,
0: like, it's something, like, they'll probably, like, just message you back, like, oh, yeah, sorry, and then, like, change the status.
2: It's saying you will only be charged once the item is delivered.
1: Hmm. You know what I say, Shuddy? I say you treat this like a um, like a kidnapping, like a ransom. Say so you need proof of life. Just show me
3: one of the buttons. I just need to know it's okay.
1: <laughs> just take a picture of the box.
0: That's it. Right next to right next to
3: a label with my name and my address. Do you need my shipping information? It's under Shuddy, boy. Shuddy, Shuddy, Shuddy. Oh, no. Oh,
0: no. Here comes the the computer throw. It's all (laughs) right, Shuddy. I'm sure that it's going to end happy, and we're all going to be playing a video game on Thursday night.
2: I was about 30% confident I was getting it on Thursday. You have now brought me down to 5% confident.
0: Dude, I win one in 20 shots all the time. It's all good, baby. You know what we can talk about? I know we don't usually get some sports ball in. However, our two teams play this week. Again. And I'm feeling I'm actually for the first time feeling good about my squad.
1: What and I the think hell are you talking
0: about? The Giants and the Eagles play. Oh. And I usually I usually don't care that much because my team sucks ass and it seems good, but I feel like this is finally I think we I think we've lost like seven straight to these pussies. All right, Shuddy, we can't completely lose you. I was just fucking with you. I didn't get, I, I, there's, I didn't get scheduled or anything like that. No, no,
2: stop it. She just said to me right now, or whoever this is, right now, we are doing our best to get it delivered to you on time. Kindly give it a day or two for the update. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: No, Uh, Jeff. Jeff really has been fucking with you this whole time.
0: Yeah, Shuddy, I can't even, I can't even sign into my Walmart account. They said that they lost my, 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 Shut my <laughs> no, I'm serious. I have to, I have to sign into my email. They, I just, they just sent me a verification code. I haven't checked it at all. <laughs> I'll check it. I'll check it just to ease your mind. I'm just fucking with you, Shuddy. And then when you put your head down, I was doing like Nana boo-boos behind your back.
1: Yeah, watch this back on YouTube. Well, you YouTube. got me
2: all fired up. I'm yell- now yelling at this poor person on Walmart.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> said, you
2: want a cyber? So if I'm under- My response was, so if I'm understanding correctly, it's possible it will not be received on 11-12. Correct? Question mark, exclamation point.
1: Oh, man. We got
3: fucking shuddy, Karen. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Put your manager on the chat. I want to no, speak I- to the president of Walmart. Immediately.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have to talk to the CFO or something. (laughs) Uh, Account. Imagine if I don't have it and I'm like clowning on you.
3: That would be the ultimate turn.
0: Orders. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Wait,
3: what the the fuck? Says I haven't
0: placed an order in the last six months. Uh oh.
3: Order canceled.
0: You know. I could be fucked here. Oh, wait
1: a second. Yeah. Did, like, is it not counting it because it's still an open order?
2: So you're. Or has your um,
1: joke just epically backfired on you?
2: I mean, so I your credit received. card didn't even get charged either. No. You son of a <laughs> fucking bitch.
0: <laughs> uh, it's all good. We're good, baby. But yeah, I can't. Jeff's been planning this for know, a week. Oh, I can check my status here. See, All they're well, saying I don't even. Yeah, they're not even taking me to a. I don't have anything that that says delivered, shipped, or anything like that.
2: So when I on the app, hold on, let's see if I can get to it on Walmart.com. This is
0: we're on fire here, podcasting. Yeah,
2: well, you know. There are other people who may be dealing with this right now they, that are worried about their orders.
0: It's for their education.
1: These are some yeah. real nerd one-percenter problems right now.
0: Now you fucked me all, all up because they can't find my order. So I got to like message them like, yeah, what's the status on this? Whatever. All
1: right, so... Man, both you motherfuckers got to get on the chat now.
3: Oh, what are you wearing? How about my PS5. So when you go to
2: account, track your orders, you have nothing there at all.
0: It, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It <laughs> says you, It says you haven't placed any orders in the last six months, but I have a receipt, an order number, and a shipping date.
2: Did so, you? All right, go into the email. There's, I think, in the email, it says. It's a hyperlink. You can track
0: status here. Yep. Yeah, and it brings me to account that or a page that says you haven't bought anything, and then there's a another hyperlink that says, "Do you need help?" Question mark. (laughs) Yeah, I do fucking need help. Where's my PS Five? I was just clowning my friend here on our podcast, and lo and behold, I'm getting butt fucked by the PS Five Roulette.
3: Oh, Walmart! I had a fucking prank backfire on me. I need you to reassure me that I'm getting a PS Five, please.
0: Yeah, I'm going to look like a fucking idiot. You're going to make me look bad, Walmart? I'm going to go to Target from here on out.
3: Oh,
2: my God. And then when I search... I'm I'm apologizing to this person. Give me a second.
0: Nah, fuck them. Sorry. I just
3: got pranked. Uh, Are you Puminati?
0: (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, I might not even fucking have it. Or I might not get it now. Talking all that shit—that's karma. That's what that is.
1: Yeah, karma. Karma's been very, very prevalent lately. You talk oh, shit.
2: She clo- she closed. They closed out the chat before I could even respond. Her message was like, "I'm closing the chat since I haven't heard from you in a few minutes." As I'm typing this, I'm sorry. I just real found out that my friend was ch- fucking with me.
0: Did you use the F word? Because that's no. I said
2: uh, was screwing with me. (laughs) Nice. And I panicked. I apologize. Thank you for being helpful.
0: All right, now I'm gonna chat with him. I'm gonna ask him where the fuck my order is.
1: Jesus Christ! This isn't the damn Walmart chat show.
2: Look at what you started. Look at what you started, Kevin. I went for it. I went for it,
0: and look. I just fucking torpedoed the whole podcast. Now everyone's Jeff, pissed.
2: share your screen so Great. we can watch your chat.
0: No, no, I'm not sharing anything. I got some, I got some unsavory tabs up here. I'm about to go off camera and do some zooming, tubing.
3: <laughs> oh, I got Julia Rose's Instagram up on a different tab. Yeah. Well, well um, have you
2: guys? Uh, no, I, I, I'm not good at this transitioning thinking of things. I'm sorry. Oh, I think you you're fucking, to,
1: I think you're fantastic at it. Please. I'll I'll go, it.
2: I think I'll let you go back to doing your job. I apologize.
1: Well, I want to move on, but I know Jeff is fucking preoccupied and we need all, know, and, I, all hands on deck. I can do deck. two things at once. All right, well. I, the
2: problem was I was trying to do three things at once when you throw Madden into the mix. I can't play right. Madden,
3: chat with Walmart, beat off the you Julia Rose. You should have paused the Zoom. the Zoom chat. so So we 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 lost
1: we lost a game show a pillar of the game show community since we last got together the great alex trebek 80 years old that man did not look 80 pour some liquor you know for somebody who is battling stage four cancer and 80 that dude looked tremendous right up no, until the no. end. Yeah. Man, if that's what 80 looks like, sign me up for whatever he was drinking. When was the last like, Jeopardy episode they
2: recorded? Probably pre-COVID.
1: No, they were still going. I, I, I saw they? in an article about his passing that they recorded... They taped a Jeopardy episode 10 days before he died. So he was almost right up to the bitter end, taping new episodes.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like he, he, he was still working up until like his death. Yeah, kind of like Walter White
2: or Chadwick Boseman.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) And I would say uh, Alex Trebek is up in that kind of tier of icon. I mean, has there any? Has there been anyone? that is like got more job security than Alex Trebek as the host of Jeopardy.
1: Pat Sajak.
0: I feel like Alex Trebek is more unreplaceable.
1: Yeah, I agree. I feel like you could replace Pat Pat Sajak before you could replace Vanna White. And Vanna White doesn't even fucking say anything.
3: Yeah,
0: that's true. Um, I don't know, like, Alex Trebek. I feel like I don't know whether or not he's been a national or he's a nationalized American, but we got to make it official as of today that he's, we're taking him from Canada. We're adopting him.
2: We're snatching him.
1: Yeah, we're forcefully posthumously, po- posthumously abducting him.
0: Yeah, putting him in a cage on the goddamn border. He's ours now. <laughs> we don't know where his parents are.
1: Yeah, we gotta we gotta get those cages sent up to the the northern border now.
0: <laughs> yeah, the northern wall.
1: <laughs> so, oh man, I'm gonna miss the wall. Uh, fucking <laughs> scramble my brain. I almost switched over to Pat Sajak.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is it's been, been a long been day for completely all of us. Gone off the rails. I tried to fucking I fucking tried to troll and prank Shuddy, and now we've just,
1: I've we've lost our grip. I'm sorry. I'm sorry on behalf of everyone else. So Alex Trebek, was he was a great host. And I, I got to say, I got to come clean and be honest that I wasn't a Jeopardy! watcher. I got into game shows. I was a late 80s, early 90s Nickelodeon kid. So game shows to me were people, you know, it was like Double Dare and shit. And Finders Keepers and Legends of the Hidden Temple. Like, silliness and obstacles and boogers. And weird props like global guts, bungee cords. Anytime Jeopardy came on, that was what my family liked. My grandpa loved Jeopardy. My Aunt Kathy loved Jeopardy. She auditioned, I think, three times to be on Jeopardy. And she said, and Perez. She said that the questions they ask you in the tryouts. Are a million times harder than the actual questions on the show. Yeah, supposedly it's brutal to audition for Jeopardy.
0: So I I would always beat my college friends in Jeopardy. Not not always. Paul got a couple. Bitch ass Paul got a couple on me, <laughs> and uh, another another uh, homie of ours in college got a couple on me. But I was pretty regularly the Jeopardy champion on my dorm floor or in my in my college house. Jeopardy was huge in my parts, and I always fucked with Jeopardy. But I try to take the the like the fucking PSAT of Jeopardy. I don't know, like the don't you have to take a test before you can try out? I think you have to pass a certain number on the test, and I looked at whether it be example questions or actual questions, and yeah, they are much
1: harder than the actual show. I, and I'll tell you what, when I was a kid. And I did watch, you know, cuz they have that block. There's the Wheel of Fortune. I think it's beforehand or after. I know goes, they
2: I believe it Jeopardy's at 7 and then Wheel of Fortune at 7:30. So I, I thought it was flipped. Hold on, let's see.
1: Either way, I was always excited as a kid to watch Wheel of Fortune cuz it had props. It had a wheel. There was lots of colors on it. It spun. There were sound effects. We played one earlier. <laughs> And when, when Jeopardy! came on, I didn't fucking get it. Like, most game shows have, like, a big glaring gimmick. You know, Global Guts, Bunch of Obstacles, Wheel of Fortune, Big Colorful colorful Wheel, and a big Colorful Letterboard with a beautiful blonde lady that would come over and turn them over when you guessed them right. Jeopardy! was just fucking three dorks, and the questions were backwards. I was like, what? What is this? I don't get this. I didn't get any of the questions, and I'm sitting there in the family room with my grandpa and my aunt and my mom and my grandma, and they're all throwing out answers, and I'm like, what the fuck, you guys understand this shit? What's happening here? And I thought that Jeopardy was one of those things that just, that knowledge just came with life. Like, all right, I'm a little kid, this isn't for me, it'll just, natu- I'll naturally get there. One day I will be good at Jeopardy. Turns out, no, I'm just Stupid. I, I never got good at Jeopardy. When I was roommates with uh, Brandano, he loved Jeopardy. Loved it to the point where he DVR'd it. If he couldn't catch it live, he would watch the DVR. Like he was a religious Jeopardy watcher. So I'd just be sitting there, the same, same thing, same scenario when everybody was watching sports. I would be there for the hang, but I was reading comics and half checked out. I, I can do okay with the the first third of the show. Before they take their first commercial break, I can get those, but once you get You always
0: get like a first a first period lead, and you make the other players sweat.
1: Yeah, but man, that's, like
2: Trump did
0: that.
1: Oh, Shuddy's Shuddy's firing shots, going periodical. <laughs> <Peritical. Peritical. laughs> so once the, once it gets to round two, like fuck that! I'm not even getting the easy ones. I don't. I don't it's like, uh, this is the middle name of. The uh, Babe Ruth second grade teacher. Like, what the fu- Who the fuck fucking knows this shit? How do these people all chiming in? They're racing for the buzzer.
2: Aloysius. Buzzword. Who is Aloysius?
1: Shut up, Shuddy. <laughs> you don't know that. It's not true. It's too hard. Who the fuck knows these things? Who knows these obscure fucking eighth century artists that they're just throwing? Like, I have never even heard that name in my life. I never got it.
2: I would embarrass you at Jeopardy.
1: Yeah. I think both of you would. I concede I, that. I'd like to try still, but I think you would both spank me.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I I expect to get the win. I expect to get the Trivial Pursuit win, but I fucking choked. I'm definitely winning Jeopardy. However, I will say this, though. You could get, or at least I could, I could get just like a series of categories that are not in my wheelhouse. You give me... Opera, religion, and or theater, and I'm fucked. I actually have the best shot in religion, because at least I went to a Catholic university and I studied, studied theology, so I have a prayer there.
1: Oh, a what are Jews? Uh, Jeff Clark, <laughs> for the fifth time, incorrect.
2: Maybe. <laughs> negative we, 4,000. We should have Alex we should do another episode maybe with Alex or someone and ship them, have them pick up a copy of like a Jeopardy, the Jeopardy board game or pick questions off of the Jeopardy show and host it for us.
1: Or there has
0: gotta be a better way to do it.
1: Yeah. I was going to say like Wait, once, how many? once COVID is over with, we just plan you and Alex plan your next visit together. And we can just record here at my place in front of a TV. But then, like, no one trusts anybody. So it's not like we can just DVR a couple episodes, make sure nobody watches them, and then use those. Because nobody's going for that.
0: Is it on Netflix? Yes. How about we find someone, an impartial person, party, and they just randomly pick an episode that we watch and we connect on a zoom call, watch it together. And then because we, then we the all questions. have
2: to pause it every time the question is asked that would get.
0: See, I don't, yeah, we have to decide on the rules. Cause my thought is that we just, if we could do it in person, great. We all sit down on like the couch and then it's like kind of a free for all. You just yell out the answer. Yeah, every, Cause we don't have buzzers. Question. Yeah. If you yell out the right answer, then uh, you get the point. You get the point, and obviously, whoever says it first, like wins. you know,
1: you know how we would have to do it. We would have to do it like Win Ben Stein's Money Isolation Chamber style, where Alex is our guide, and while like Shuddy is watching the Jeopardy episode, Jeff and I are sequestered in my room, and everybody gets a crack at every question.
0: No, that's that terrible. would take fucking
2: forever.
1: That's the worst idea you've ever had. I beg to differ. I think inviting you on this fucking show was Jeff. <laughs> no,
0: because the whole like the whole idea behind Jeopardy is that there's like a you have to be fast with the answer.
1: You know, I should have paid paid more attention when I worked for the Stern Show because those Howard TV guys every time they did a game game show style thing like that. They have a wiring thing set up where they they built stuff that was just like the Jeopardy podium. So it was like some sort of electrical circuit where whoever, like down to the millisecond, whoever gets that button pressed first, it instantly disables the other buttons. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that if we could somehow sweet. rig something like that up and just build a game show set in my living room.
0: But that's, that's too difficult for what we're trying to do. I know. Do. I just we sit well, down, we'll have to we brainstorm
1: off the air we, and figure this out.
0: We have some fucking decency. Don't yell when they a- you answer the question. And we get it in and be fair and keep track of the score. And I also push for no minus points for, for random guesses, because random guesses is what makes them. No,
2: play. no. Yeah. That is fuck No, then we're not... Then we'll just do another trivia game. You're not playing Jeopardy if you're not in any Jeopardy.
0: The Jeopardy is losing,
2: and no, like a the Jeopardy is losing <laughs> points
0: for the wrong answers. No, no, not in this case. Yeah, then we're not robbing the Puminati of Enjoy funny play. wrong answers.
1: Yeah, no.
0: Well, we'll nope. leave this up to a vote, and I'll fucking stump, or I'll, I'll lobby Kevin, and we'll we'll win this one.
1: We'll I figure will it not out. Play,
2: but so it really doesn't matter. You guys will have an empty oh. victory.
1: Well. Hey, if a victory's a victory.
2: Jeopardy by the rules. Then why don't we just do trivial? Pursuit if, you, if you if you if you
1: if you pull out, Shuddy, that's you're basically just admitting defeat right there. No, I'm not. So it's not. basically you just guys, myself versus Jeff. If you guys you, are, if you no, can't hang, you can't hang. You
2: guys are fucking with the rules so you guys can just answer whenever you want. That's not how the game is that's doing Alex Trebek a disservice and don't sit here and say what a great man he is. Oh, no, it all isn't. over
1: his legacy. He doesn't give a fuck.
0: Don't, yeah, don't
2: pull on our emotional
0: heartstrings, A. B, you think I give a fuck about an empty victory? I'll take an empty victory. And and see. you know what? Actually, my PS5 is, it does say, uh, scheduled for delivery. That's what no, uh, it does
2: not. You already sent, you sent me a fucking nope. screenshot. No, 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 no.
0: It says, it says it's on its way now.
3: <laughs> oh, oh dude, I also just got an update. It says Shuddy's not getting one.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, they emailed me and they said, yeah, your friend. Uh, no, it would be more believable. No, your friend Dick Miller will not be getting one. So, I don't know. Whatever. Calling up Walmart liars? Ugh. Bad luck.
1: So, rest in peace to Alex Trebek. But Jeff did prepare another bracket.
0: Yeah, uh, I was going to do it, call it the Alex Trebek Memorial Bracket or the Alex Trebek Trophy. However, I found in my searches for top TV game show hosts, and I wanted to refresh my memory and try to build the best bracket that I could. Uh, I kind of like jogged some shit loose. I wanted to also get like a thematic uh group of regions and i did that and i I, will
2: give you you (laughs) you threw this together this afternoon this this is impressive sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i just you did it you said i'm gonna do this and i'll have it ready for the show and you you did uh you know sorry
0: it's all good so it's a 16 uh 16 game show or tv game show host bracket i'm calling it the wink Martindale Invitational. Have either one of you guys heard of Wink Martindale? Of course. I never I I heard the name but I didn't know what he did like before today.
1: I think we should just call him Stink Fartindale.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Request approved. This will now be called the Stink Fartindale Invitational. <laughs> I will admit I'm
2: getting what Wink Martindale looked like versus Chuck Woolery, but now I just yep.
0: Was
1: Got Wink it. Martindale password? What was it? Wink Mart, dude. He hosted Wink a couple of game shows. Didn't he?
0: Game show credits are lengthy. Let me let me read to you this motherfucker's resume real quick. He hosted. What's the song from 1964 to 65? Can you top this in 1970? Words and music in 1970, 71. Gambit sa- slash Las Vegas Gambit. 1972 to 78 and 80 to 81 the new tic tac doe slash tic-tac-dough from 1978 to 86 headline chasers 85 to 86 the new high rollers 87 to 88 the last word 89 to Jesus 90. Christ the great getaway game 90 to 91 trivial pursuit 93 94 bow boggle 94 shuffle 94 debt 96 98 and last but not least, instant recall in 2010. How many decades is that?
2: You say something, and I'll count them up. Uh, it's five decades at least: 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s.
0: Five, because he skipped the the aughts. The That's what they call it. And I it you know is. I I grew, I groove to correct. the word. Yeah. The 2000s are referred to as the aughts, and I think it's a cool nickname, actually, for that pretty lame decade.
1: And good old Stink is still kicking at the ripe old age of 86. Still farting it up. Mad jobs. So
0: the regions are compiled as, or organized as reality, which is uh, like a game show that's a season-long contest in which a winner is declared at the Mm -hmm. end. We got day, daytime evening, um, and this is from, like, when Price is Right starts till Jeopardy ends. I, I always thought Jeopardy kind of ended earlier. You're saying at least, like, either 7.30 or 8. Correct. So, so I guess I would consider the 8 p.m. shift prime time, which is another region, and then the last region uh, or the fourth region is kids shit. So that's where you're going to see your Nickelodeon stuff. So, because of my age, there's going to be some missing names here, like a, a, a Chuck Woolery, his name was, right?
2: Chuck Woolery? He was Love Connection. I don't think that really counts as...
1: No, he had another one, too. Um, it was a good one. Fuck, what was it? And he was a great host. Um, hold on, let me look it up, because I, I used to love it as a kid.
0: God damn! I mean, there's some honorable mentions.
1: Oh, Scrabble! Yes, that was right. awesome. That was an awesome game show, and he was a great host. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is uh, is this the same bracket size as the Snacket, or is this shrunk down a little bit? Trullery
2: Ch- has a music career. Oh
1: uh, shit! What, what kind of music did he do? Death metal. Uh, he's got three
2: singles. <laughs> K-pop. Three singles from 1977, two in 1977, and one in 1980. Uh, they're called Painted Lady, Take Her Down, Boys, and The Greatest Love Affair.
1: Nice. Take Her Down, Boys. It's fucking gang pounding bang. some puss.
0: <laughs> Chuck Warry. the green light and a gangbang. It's like, I, um, I know
1: you try to push those conservative values hard, Chuck, but I know you were crushing puss in the 80s. Jesus, Jesus was watching. They're
2: country songs.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, I used to love when Scrabble came on as a kid. I want to watch some YouTube, some some of that on YouTube, because that really was an awesome game show. And you know, say what you will about Chuck, motherfucker can host the shit out of a game show. I never but...
2: disliked Chuck Woolery.
1: Yeah, me neither. I don't agree with some of the stuff he says, but who gives a fuck? He's a good host. Uh, what,
2: what, yeah, what has he said?
1: Like political or
2: like jokes on
1: the show? No, he's he's extraordinarily political.
0: Chuck Wool. I, I see.
1: Pull I'm, up his pull up his Twitter feed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'll try. I'll trust your word for it. I don't feel I'm like. I'm doing it.
2: I'm doing it.
0: Yeah, you, let's circle back and you tell us some of the Ch- Chuck Woolery's greatest hits on Twitter. Well, let's get um, this
1: bracket going. We're sitting here. We, I think we've done enough fluffing. Everybody's got a boner.
0: The most honorable mention that we have on here, Bill Dwyer. I really wanted to put Bill Dwyer on the on the pot on the uh, bracket. Well, Chuck Woolery's
2: most recent it. tweet from forty five seconds ago <laughs> is: "It's possible that 2020's election fraud is way bigger than we thought."
0: Huh. Okay, Chuck.
1: See in two and two.
0: So we're going to start off with the reality TV show region, and this is the one versus four seed. I got the one seed in the entire tournament actually being Donald Trump, the host of The Apprentice, uh, and the four seed in this case was uh, Ryan Seacrest, host of American Idol. Donald Trump hosted The Apprentice from 2004 to 2016 before he uh, took the job as the 45th president of the United States. That is flying pretty close to the sun, and no game show host can put that on his resume. That is a hell Impressive. of a
1: career transition.
0: I mean, the, really the best. He he went from fucking game show host, reality TV game show host, to the most powerful job in the world. Kudos. That's, that's how you get it done. Ryan Seacrest, again, he hosted, or is currently the host of starting... Back in two thousand two to uh, to present day, American Idol. So it's a tough do pairing. You fuck with Ryan Seacrest. I feel like you're a big Howard fan, and Ryan Seacrest used to get clowned on, right, and dogged a lot by Howard Stern. But he's came
1: a around. little bit. But Howard Howard's like a an American Idol super fan. I never I w- never got into either of these shows. I never watched The Apprentice, and. I used to, when it first started, I would, like, hang out loosely while my family watched um, American Idol just to watch the goobers that suck in the beginning. Because it was always fun watching someone so confident in their ability just go up and sound like a cat being strangled. And, you know, you get your William Hungs thrown in there for a little bit, but that gimmick wore off on me quickly. And I never... Like, the whole reality show angle of The Apprentice never appealed to me. I fucking, I truly despise reality TV. Um, So I never watched The Apprentice either. And I feel like they're two polar opposite hosts, too, because Ryan Seacrest is basically, he's Dick Clark. You know, he's that, probably doesn't apply these days, but younger, very handsome, very clean cut, just wholesome, host. And Trump was, you know, he was just supposed to be a brash, arrogant cocksucker who would just like cut your throat right there. you fired. So like, it's tough to compare the two, especially because I didn't really watch either show.
0: I thought the first season of Apprentice was legit awesome. I, fu- I fuck with the, the first season of Apprentice. I watched most of the second season and then I was completely done with it. Um, American idol. I never got into any one season. Uh, yeah, never got into, never got into who's the one guy that fucking Howard propped up. Was it Sanjay Sanjaya?
1: Sanjaya, Yeah. yeah. I was going to, I was going to make a tweet or an Instagram post about that this past week just to be like, Hey, did everybody vote for Sam Jaya just to see if, I would get hit with one of those vote warnings attached to it. Have you, I'm, I'm sure you guys noticed that? Yes. Like, yeah. any tweet no. or maybe not tweet, but any Instagram post that even had the word "vote" in it got tagged with like a, a click here for factual voter information or some shit, just so people couldn't try and spread nonsense. So I wanted, to, I, I kind of wanted to test and see how far it would go. Like, if I just made a vote for Sanjaya joke. If they would flag me, but I was like, ah, everybody's being a bunch of fucking pussies. No one Deep can take cut. a joke right now. I don't want anybody fucking, fucking fucking libtard or whatever. Like, all right, you guys have your fucking fun. I'm playing PlayStation. <laughs> you think the conservatives would be mad? Uh, they seem pretty pissed off these days. Eh, uh, everyone
0: will be all right. We're all going to get over it. Yeah. Anyways, you know,
1: everybody gets their turn in the barrel. Four years ago, it was everybody that drives a Prius is all butt hurt, and everybody that drives a pickup truck is all butt hurt. We're all butt hurt. Welcome to the land of the butt hurt. Get let's some try to get
0: political here. Let's get back to Donald Trump pre politics.
1: <laughs> Enough politics. Let's talk about the president. <laughs>
0: uh, great run, he. Uh- 14 seasons he hosted before he, you know, got the the better job. I'm definitely going with Donald Trump in this one. I don't, I think it's like uh, played out. It's jumped the shark to make fun of Ryan Seacrest. And he's someone who's just going to be famous and hosting major network things for the rest of my life. So if I'm going to hate on him, then it's just going to be, it's just going to cause me heartache more than anything else.
1: I was doing a little bit of thinking and doing some mental math and Never I was, a, do that. I was about to give it to Trump, but then it hit me like I, like I was saying before their, their styles are so polar opposite. Like Seacrest is wholesome and Donald Trump is, is awesome. Is brash. Oh, okay. Yeah. But like Seacrest has hosted the new year's Eve ball drop He's hosted, like, other he's shows.
2: On, he took Regis's spot on the morning show with Kelly Ripa.
0: But I so feel that like... was a fucking disaster, wasn't it? No, he's
2: still on it. He's another one of those guys like Michael Strahan that doesn't ever sleep. That he just can't get works. to the
0: quarterback like Michael Strahan.
2: No, but he's always working. Like Kevin said, New Year's, Rockin' Eve, American Idol at night, then he's on...
0: Yeah, I mean, if we're going to stack resumes, though, the other guy is still—he's the president. I, I didn't mean to do bring it back into politics, I'm sorry, but it had to be said. Like, if we're doing resume versus no, no. resume, I mean—
1: I'm, Here's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm looking at—because uh, I wanted to make sure before I, I went ahead and said this. Trump has only ever hosted The Apprentice. Ryan Seacrest has hosted other game shows.
0: Yeah, name all the Ryan Seacrest hosted game shows that you watch and that you are a big fan of.
1: I mean, the the same exact amount as Donald Trump, 0.
0: But I'm saying we're taking the best of what they've done, their career and we're stacking them against each other.
1: Again, you can't use the he became president thing as his game show hosting ability. Well, we're rating hosts. I mean- I watched
0: a full season of The Apprentice, and it was a lot more enjoyable than American Idol. Yeah, I so, know. I'm
1: not. I'm not. Criti- I'm not critiquing your choice. You're critiquing mine. No, no, no. You've made your vote. That's fine. Well, let's let democracy do its do what it does. No. We'll go to our swing state with shutties. <laughs> if if this doesn't go my way, I'm demanding a recount. Call for a recount. <laughs> no, we should
0: stop
2: the vote right here.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're leaving it as a tie.
2: Um, Should he be of,
1: objective? You
2: fucking. I am. I am being objective. Here we go. Of Here's the two, cookery. I watched less Apprentice. Um, it didn't interest me at all. I really couldn't. Some of the things, as a human, he would say beforehand were funny, but I really have never been able to stand him. Not taking his presidency into account. Um, I'm political, yeah, I'm not, but I had, he did was not a draw for me to watch it. And other than Paula Abdul uh, I would say Ryan Seacrest was the only thing that I really ever found enjoyable on American idol. I really don't want to make a choice because I don't think either of them deserve to go on. Um,
1: <laughs> Here's why I'm going to give it to Seacrest, based purely on game show hosting abilities. You could plug Ryan Seacrest into any game show, and he would believably host it. I don't think Trump could host any game show other than The Apprentice.
2: And also, American Idol was canceled. But it came and back. enough... And enough people wanted it to come back that it's back and doing very well again.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a second. You can't make it a pro that it got canceled. Like the apprentice didn't get canceled. That motherfucker went to a different Who's job.
2: Clamoring for the apprentice to come back now that he's
0: I am. in office. And- I
1: want him back. <laughs> <laughs> how, well, how about this? How about this? Because, like, sure, it, it is a stain on your reputation that you got canceled, but it's a big, fat dick swing and move if you come back. Look at Family Guy. Family Guy got canceled, That's and true. it was so popular, and people bought so many of the DVDs to watch it at home that they had to bring it back, and it's still going to this day. So that is, it is kind of a baller move to get uncanceled.
0: It's a fair point. I'll give you that. It's a fair point. And no, that is gonna...
2: why I'm going to give it to Seacrest.
0: We do democracy first and foremost. This is still America. All right, whatever. You fuck boys have your way. <laughs> uh, so what's uh, the next the one? The second versus three seed. That was a one versus four in the reality bracket. I feel like there's going to be some disagreement with these guys even being here. Well, one of them. But I got Gordon Ramsay, Chef, as the three seed. Or excuse me, the two seed versus uh, TJ Lavin of the challenge on uh as the as the three seed in this case do you fuck with real world world rules challenge at all i
2: used to when i used i used to love real world and road rules uh you know back at the end you know later years of high school and stuff back when
0: wwe kicked ass
2: yeah um
0: TRL days but
2: I have not seen anything you know I I haven't watched the challenge I know a lot of old people not old people but people from older seasons of Rude Rules in Real World or do it also but I think I stopped watching it before they even stopped calling it Real World Rude Rules Challenge I've caught it here and there and I think TJ Lavin is, is, is a very good host from the few that I've seen but it doesn't compare i mean gordon ramsay should be the one seed oh selection yeah. sunday fucked him
0: yeah well i mean he's never been
1: president <laughs> fair point i see this one sucks for me because i know tj lavin personally and he he's is awful, right <laughs> he's one of the coolest Coolest, nicest motherfuckers on the planet. He's such a good dude. Oh. Um, I didn't see it going that way. I even had like uh, a little bit of personal stuff bleed over onto the radio show once, and he like reached out to me to make sure I was okay. He's, TJ is a fucking class act all around. I love that dude. Like, but why? I've never seen an episode of The Challenge. I've never seen him host anything. What's holding t- you back? I hate reality TV. I never watched the real world. I never watched road rules. Anytime they came on MTV, I got pissed off and changed the channel or went outside.
0: Okay. So if you never watched either one of them, then that's obviously, that's obviously a very understandable reason why you could not have been hooked into the challenge,
1: but I chant, And when did the challenge start? It was probably was started airing when I was like long gone on ever switching to MTV.
0: No, it was a hold on. It was a while ago. Hold on. I got it. in My notes here. TJ Lavin has been hosting from 2005 to present.
1: I haven't watched MTV since like 2002.
0: Come on. 15 years ago though. I mean, there's a better chance. Yeah, but he wasn't
2: the original host. Was he? I stopped watching. I don't
0: think so. I think he started in 2005.
2: I stopped yeah, so watching. Clint, M- how long? What? Who was? No, how long has the started. challenge been around, though? Okay, yeah, but right. to see you. if Kevin's ever.
1: I've never seen the challenge. Honestly, I never even knew it existed until I was following TJ on Instagram. And it's just—I'm it not an MTV guy. I, 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 wow, I must have been completely oblivious because I stopped watching MTV when Jackass went away. Like, all right, I still watch like. I guess, Wild Boys and Viva La Bam, but, like, that's it. Once they started showing, like, 30 seconds of a music video and then cutting back to Carson Daly, I was like, this, this channel has nothing to offer me anymore. <laughs> and I never watched Road Rules and I never watched uh, Real World, so I, I can't... It sucks. I love TJ, but I can't vote for him because I've never seen knowing, his work.
0: Knowing you like I know you, I can imagine... How anti Carson Daly you were back in the day? You probably hated Carson Daly, like when he was when he was on his run and he was hosting TRL. What was your what was your take on on Carson Daly? Be honest.
1: I just thought he was corny looking. <laughs> I'm like, how is That's this? It. how How did this guy get picked to speak to the youth? He looks like a narc. This fucking guy's wearing a <laughs> wire.
0: Looks like a fucking Best Buy uh, worker.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't hate Carson Daly, but just, I don't think I was Bullshit. ever his demo.
0: Bullshit. Uh, I think it's got to go Gordon Ramsay though. I mean, he's got, uh, he's got so many different like, he. He is the center of the cooking show universe, right? Yeah. Like, all roads, most roads lead back to Gordon Ramsay. He's the biggest star of of all of them. And Master Chef is, I think, it's an awesome show.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I never... It's a crowning jewel. I always looked at Gordon Ramsay as just a loudmouth Brit that just overreacted and flipped out on people for no reason. So I always just wrote him off as kind of like a chode um, until my ex was just obsessed with MasterChef. So I was around it a couple of times. I'm like, wow, this is actually, this is solid. And then I started getting really invested in it and opened my heart to Gordon Ramsay and not like, oh, that's that show that yells at everybody. And Hell's Kitchen kind of is that. It's like beefed up reality trash. like just It's pretty much a show built around fights. It's like, all right, start a fight, and then we're going to work a story around this. MasterChef they actually are competing Gordon Ramsay a couple times per season just gets his hands dirty and prepares something in front of them in a way that it's like it's undeniable of this guy's fucking skill there's it. it is completely justified he has a restaurant empire yeah. and it's completely justified that he has a TV empire because he is a great host and when he's every time he flips out on somebody on MasterChef it's always well deserved I've never been like ah he's Being kind of a prick today. It's like, yeah, fucking, they deserve that. Lay into him, Gordon. And when he's being like a nice guy, I've also seen him just be like a a very generous, caring person to somebody.
0: Yeah, it makes those moments a lot better. Yeah. Because you know he's got a heart, but he'll rip into people. I guess his, supposedly his, uh, the, the guy who taught him how to cook was... Even more ruthless, yes. like way more ruthless. Oh no shit! Yeah, and then his, the guy who taught that guy was even more ruthless. I, who who knows how bad I got <laughs> back in the day? You know what I mean, hey, dudes? Like there could have been like a fucking master chef killing uh, uh, apprentices.
1: Yeah, like if you if you burn your risotto, I'm gonna chop you up and you're gonna be a steak. <laughs>
0: all right, so we're all on Ramsey here, right? Yeah. Yep. And then I'm assuming he's going to fucking mop Seacrest, too, because I'm definitely taking Ramsey yeah. over Seacrest. Yes. Yeah. All right, cool. So Seacrest advances to the final four no. in the reality bracket. <laughs> no. Nope. Ramsey.
2: What did I say? Seacrest.
0: Oh, excuse me. Ramsey advances to the final four in, uh representing the reality region. Moving on to the, the kids region.
2: We'll go This one, is where I take the biggest umbrage to the seating.
0: Okay. So yeah, and and Kevin was a huge Nickelodeon game show fan. So you guys can riff here and and tell me where I'm fucked up or I'm wrong, but I, I
2: think who you have booked as the one and 4 are the one and 2.
0: So my one I don't know what you guys are Mike talking O'Malley about. guts and my four seed was Mark Summers' double dare.
1: I don't know what any think, of this means.
2: So, according to Jeff's, the way Jeff has the bracket set up, Mark Summers is the fourth best in this group.
1: Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. But the brackets are here. Let's fill them out. Yeah, I do kind of feel
0: bad now that we're saying it, but fuck it, that's what I went with. I'm going Mike O'Malley. I think Mike O'Malley is actually hilarious. I don't know why he doesn't get more like hosting gigs or why he's not like doing more shit. Is he? I feel like he looks like a poor man's Ed O'Neill a little bit, and maybe that cuts him out of like certain things. But but why?
1: He had a know. good character on an episode of Parks and Rec when he was the guy that ran like a van rental company.
0: Like I when, think his comedic acting is like legit. I don't see <laughs> why he can't get a job somewhere hosting something or.
1: I don't. Know. I agree. Shuddy, who are you picking? Just
0: being more in people's lives. I'm
1: uh, Mark Summers. Yeah, me too.
2: Double Dare was. I mean, so was Guts. Like Guts, I when Guts came around, I was just you and I were both at just almost at that, that right age where it was. If we could ever get there, it was a possibility that we could participate, you know, go on How fucking stoned are you, Shuddy? I'm pretty stoned. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) So I was, I I, I checked this on like three different sites and I ended up getting it confirmed, at least in my head confirmed on IMDB. But Mark Summers hosted Double
1: Dare from 86 to 88 and that was it? Are they not counting Family Double Dare? There had to have been more episodes of Double Dare than two years worth. What did you do, right. Jeff? I, I, I don't
0: know. Like uh, according to Wikipedia and then IMDb, he only ho- he hosted Double Dare from '86 to '88. But like, there's no way. Like, I remember watching Double Dare, and I was born in '86, and I don't you don't remember things really from like '88.
1: Uh, so the Wikipedia page for Double Dare says it ran from 86 to 93, had a revival in 2000, and then they brought it back for one year in 2018.
2: Which was awful.
1: Yeah, that wasn't that great.
2: But he,
0: I think, was only the host from 86 to 88, which is weird. It doesn't make sense, right?
1: He had to have gone from the beginning to 93.
0: That's what I figured. That's how I always had it in my head, but I found what I found. Either way, we're all, or you guys are on Muck su-
2: a Summer, so we'll push them through. Yeah, I, yeah, I like- Summers was the only host in the early years.
1: I liked, I loved Double Dare. I always wanted to be a competitor on it. I went to a mall. My mom took me to a mall one time where they were doing Double Dare auditions in the middle of a mall. Um, I loved Guts, I swore I would smoke any kid that went on that show because they all look like a bunch of fucking dumbasses. I liked Mike O'Malley, but he was a little aggressive for me. I always thought he might give me a wedgie or something.
2: Moe was my preferred.
3: Uh... They were a good tandem. Oh, Moe, I'd like to get up in her global guts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like to smash her global guts. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, All right, so Mark Summers moves on. The two versus three seed, it was a struggle, but I wanted to go thematic with the regions. I got Kirk Fogg, who's the uh, the host, excuse me, of the Legends of the Hidden Temple, versus Jeff Jeff Foxworthy, the uh, host of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? So silly.
1: This is so silly. Did you not fuck with Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader at all? I watched it, but not a ton. Like, I've seen it. I know the game. It was basically just him capitalizing off of his you-might-be-a-redneck shit, I think, right?
0: I feel like all the it was in one way or another capitalizing, like, a not-so-crazy, like, successful com- comedic career.
1: I don't know. I always loved Legends of the Hidden Temple. I thought Kirk Fogg did a great job. He had a, a very trustworthy face, and I feel like that's Who are important.
0: Who the those short shorts?
1: He did. I, I, I also believe if anybody ever fell ill or, or, or into a trap, he had something in those cargo shorts. One of those, one of those little holsters had something that would save you. <laughs> got stung by a bee, he's got one of those fucking EpiPens ready to go.
0: I feel like he just had like a box cutters and a Swiss
2: Army knife.
1: <laughs> I don't know. My vote's for Kirk Fogg.
2: So is mine. I've never seen Are You Smarter Than a Whatever. All right. I can't stand Jeff Foxworthy.
0: I, I think he's surprisingly funny, actually. Like people I know have made that case to me before and I thought it was crazy. Then they put on some Jeff Foxworthy. I was like, you know what? He is kind of funny. He's not, he's not. Just like a a, a one trick pony, but whatever. We'll go on, we'll move on with Kirk Fogg. In the daytime evening bracket.
2: I got Daytime one evening. Seed. We have yeah, to do we- Mark Summers versus Kirk Fogg now.
0: Oh yeah. Fuck my bad. Uh moving on to the next round of the kids shit regional. Mark Summers. Mark Summers yep. one uh four seed versus two seed. Kirk Fogg of Legends of the Hidden Temple,
1: Mark Summers. Mark Summers.
0: I was going to go with Kirk Fogg because I actually think Legends of the Hidden Temple is a better show, and I'm going to get. I think they were nearly the same quality of hosts, but Legends of the uh, of the Hidden Temple is a, a far superior show. Do you have any pushback with that? <sighs> How much better do you think Double Dare is than Legends of the Hidden Temple?
1: I mean, Double Dare was iconic, but Legends of the Hidden Temple may have been more fun to watch. Because there was was always something interesting happening to watch. I didn't give two fucks about the trivia leading up to the physical challenges and the final gauntlet of finding flags and gigantic pancakes and shit. That stuff was epic. But Legends of the Hidden Temple was, you know... Uh, white knuckle action from start to finish.
0: Yeah, I and I actually feel like the final maze was like it was awesome. It was yeah, it was awesome. It was like it was random. Like I never felt like I could be good at that necessarily, or I could I was a lock to win that. Whereas like sometimes watching guts, I was like, you know, what? I could smoke these kids. You know what I mean? Like the
1: yeah. Yeah, the the, the the temple, the hidden temple, like depending right. on what route you took and what rooms you encountered were a more for, formidable foe than the fucking... Lopsicle, course. Yeah, the bing bongs in Global Guts.
3: Yeah,
0: stupid above ground pool with a fucking rope through it. Come on, <laughs> dude, I'm smoking this.
1: But we're here to rate not game shows, but the hosts. Fair enough. So I got to yeah. give Mark Summers the edge.
0: All right, well... Now we're moving on to the daytime evening uh, regional. Sorry, I jumped the gun last time. Uh, The one seed, which is probably the second seed in the entire bracket, but the one seed, Alex Trebek, pour some liquor out, versus four seed, uh, David Ruprecht Ruprecht, of Supermarket Sweep. He had two stints there. I don't know if the show stopped or if they went with a new host, but... He uh, was the host of Supermarket Sweep from ninety eight 90 to 98 and then 99 to 2004. So, what, did they just take a year break? I think so. Yes.
1: No. Yeah, they did. They,
0: went, Cause it, I, they didn't break up for a year, right? We, no. found,
1: we found out that Supermarket Sweep was a show long before the 90s lifetime version with David Ruprecht. He just took over when they revived it. And then I guess they canceled it and brought it back for Supermarket Sweep 2000. Which I guess was when he wrapped up his run of two thousand and four. So, who are you guys voting for?
0: Uh, it's got to be Alex Trebek, right? Yeah. Yep. Do you want to make a a a pro uh, Rupric argument, or are we going with Trebek? You're not gonna be disrespectful, right? I mean, I don't know yeah, how much I you am like Rupric, though.
1: I, I I never really got into Jeopardy, and you know. I feel like Alex Trebek could be a little bit of a prickly butthole sometimes to the guests. A little condescending. A little condescending. Oh, wow! You thought that was an interesting story to tell our producers, huh? Okay, on to you, Debbie. <laughs> like he didn't really seem to give too much of a fuck about the contestants. I will say well, that he's—he
0: was the star the whole time. Why would he care about those?
1: Exactly. But the game show is about the contestants.
0: Not not, not in this bracket, it's not.
1: I feel like David Ruprecht had more energy and was more fun to watch, and Jeopardy! was just like the nerd show. So I prefer David Ruprecht's hosting styles over Alex Trebek. But luckily, I'm outvoted. So we're not going to catch any heat. Yeah,
0: and... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Debunker's spoken, and Alex Trebek uh, gets some American favoritism and his Canadian ass moves on the two versus three <laughs> seed in this bracket or in this region, Pat Sajak, uh, would actually be the two seed of wheel of fortune. Bob Barker price is right. Bob Barker's run lasted from 1972 to 2007. I think that would be the longest <sighs> beast game show tenure on our bracket. Technically
1: Bob Barker. Yeah, that's an easy one.
0: And Pat Sajak, um, wait a minute. No, I'm wrong, I think. I got to do quick math. Yeah, Pat Sajak, excuse me, has a longer tenure, 1981 to present. So this fool's going on, what would that be, 39 years? No. Yes, 39 years. See, I
1: always always preferred the wheel over Jeopardy, just because it was more colorful and had more things going on. But I feel like Pat Sajak as a host, he really just lucked the fuck out with that one. Like, I don't feel like Pat Sajak's presence makes Wheel of Fortune. He's just like a pleasant afterthought. If Pat Sajak got replaced, is anybody losing sleep? He he's, looks like a, like, a, like a fucking creepy lawn jockey. <laughs> like, he's just got like a giant baby head resting on a toddler body the hell's wrong with that guy it creeps me out uh
0: i know he's got some fucking crazy tweets that he sent out somewhat recently does or he not, not maybe not crazy but he's gotten ratioed a couple of times oh during man the, the the pandemic era uh these
1: game show hosts all stick together huh
0: <laughs> yeah they all lean they all lean right i guess no, I. It's definitely Bob Barker. He he's got the most unique microphone, maybe in microphone history. And he's the only one with that thing, right?
1: He also used to have bitches fish hundred dollar bills out of his pocket while he just stood there looking down at a like a G. Like, yeah, that's right. You get that hundred out of my pocket. Little right left for sure. <laughs>
0: I feel like Bob Barker probably got a lot of lot of uh, tail back in his prime.
1: Oh yeah, I mean. Didn't they call the spokesmodels Barker's Beauties? Yes. Like those were his Playboy bunnies.
0: Yeah, you know he taste tested a few of them over the years. <laughs> he's, probably, a, he's probably he's probably still sleazy doing it. Way of putting it, wasn't it? Dude, oh, very sure
1: sleazy.
0: Well, I've had a pretty shitty podcast. I had to say something funny eventually.
1: Who thought Bob Barker would outlive um, Alex Trebek?
0: Yeah. I definitely would have taken the under on Bob Barker.
1: Yeah, he must be Her. eating dead babies. He's fucking...
0: Yeah.
1: He's going to be 97 in a month.
0: I wonder if he could still host. I just think like the, a one, Just once. From I, I think the, the
1: only thing Bob Barker can host right now is Parasites.
2: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
0: They should they should do they should bring him back for one episode and give him his bitches back. Yeah. Give him that long microphone, but just fucking like tape the microphone to like his wheelchair. Or they could do but it like anal ring toss.
1: The they just like bring some bimbo up on stage and she bends over and they put that long skinny microphone up her ass and it's just aimed at his face. I'm sure what? that's
2: what they would do in the the morning time slot.
1: For
0: Welcome sure. to the price slot. This, this is real, this is really Bob Barker's fucking <laughs> Bob Barker's bucket list, huh? How much is it for this can
1: of peas? Uh?
0: Jeez, you're really riffing on Bob Barker right now, and you putting them through. Look, yeah, I feel like this this is one of those examples where you only make fun of Bob Barker because you love them. Right.
1: I make fun of everybody. If I love you, oh. if I hate you,
0: that's true. I, I give, I give the Pat Sajak.
1: I give myself a taste. Sometimes <laughs> everybody gets yeah, a piece.
0: You're just an all around shitty guy and a, you know, yeah. you got negative vibes. I got you. I'm a turd.
1: Look, some <laughs> of the happiest moments of my life are when there was a snow day and I would get to stay home And my Nana and I would never even get out of our PJs. And we'd make fucking pancakes and cream of wheat and put on Price is Right. And Price is Right was what? Like an hour, hour and a half show? Hour. When you're a kid, that's an eternity. That was a marathon watch. It felt like three hours. It was an experience. And it was an experience that I went through with my loved ones. I have such fond memories of like, even if... Even if I was sick or faking being sick, missing school and watching Price is Right was one of the most comforting comfort blankets that existed.
0: Well said. Yeah, it felt much longer than than, an hour, I'll tell you that. That was a good question.
1: So that's unanimous, right? Bob Barker moves on?
0: Yeah. One seed versus three seed. Alex Trebek versus Bob Barker. I'm going Trebek, Jeopardy's my all-time uh, favorite game show, as basic bitches that is. But I got to go. We Barker. could have a chance for an upset because I'm going well Bob on-
2: Barker. Holy shit! Because <laughs>
0: you're well on the record with your uh, your take on Jeopardy, Kevin. So I'm assuming you're going Bob Barker
1: too. Price is Right is so much more fun than Jeopardy. Listen, he just died, you motherfuckers. <laughs> You Look, guys
0: are really gonna go. Do you want Bob a real Barker. vote
1: or do you want a sympathy vote? Because my real vote is for Bob Barker. And my sympathy vote is also for Bob Barker. <laughs> <laughs> Cause speaking of cream of wheat, that guy's basically just a sentient pile of cream of wheat right now.
0: I bet she's got more life than you're giving him credit for. We gotta bring him back for just a one just one more lap around.
1: Bob Barker is basically just a skeleton at this point, and his like housekeeper just mists him with a spray bottle.
2: Didn't he do something with Adam Sandler again? Recent, relatively recently,
1: was he in Hubie Halloween?
2: No, not that recently. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Gilmore. We're I'm not talking, talking about uh, that. It right. was a Super Bowl commercial, I think. Oh. Really, Barker Adam Sandler. Damn commercial.
0: I mean, you should know this. You only watch the Super Bowl for the commercials, right? No, or do I don't you even do that.
1: that? Okay. Wow, so I'm, I'm looking at Bob Barker's IMDb, and it shows his spouse. His spouse is listed as Dorothy Jo Gideon. They got married in 1945. She died in 81, and he's been single ever since?
0: Just oh man. the
1: pipe. Pipe layer. Oh my goodness.
0: Just banging through Bob Bob's bitches or excuse me, Bob's
1: babes. <laughs> Barker's babes. He's probably underneath a pile of Price's right models as we speak. I mean, he should be winning this. It was region. a commercial
2: for Comedy Central.
1: That got him out of bed? Oh my god.
2: In 2017.
1: Holy shit. has got to
2: put
0: his great, great
1: grandkids
0: to fucking college. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the final region, uh, the primetime region to round out our final four here. One seed Regis Philbin, uh, former host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, versus four seed Joe Rogan, former host of Fear Factor. Uh. Regis Philbin is dead. He died earlier this year. Joe Rogan signed a $100 million plus, possibly, Spotify contract, and is hitting his prime right now. But that's not a game show.
1: No, it is not.
0: Kevin would argue it doesn't count, I'm assuming. And he would be right. Did you watch Fear Factor at all, Kevin? I did.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch it religiously. I don't think I've seen every episode. But I saw I saw a decent amount.
0: I thought Fear Factor was pretty pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, She's
0: solid funny, I show. Feel like you don't you are not not a huge game show fan. Did you fuck Fear Factor at all?
2: Yeah, I liked Fear Factor. What was the other one? Philbin I forgot
1: Regis Philbin. Who wants to?
2: Oh Regis, and I I liked watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire with Regis.
0: Regis is a titan. Is you that your final name? answer? He went to the same high school in the Bronx as Earl and Kwame, Kevin.
1: No shit. Did they know each other?
0: And, and, Mar- uh, and Martin Scorsese. Now, now Kwame graduated a little after him. Oh, man. Uh, Fear Factor. I worked with a girl who was on Fear Factor, actually. Super hot. Super oh, yeah. Super hot. And uh, she said it was a fun experience. Said Joe Rogan was nice and all that. I thought Fear Factor was cool. I actually don't watch a lot of game shows, and I did watch a lot of that. I watched it, um, watched, like, reruns when I was in college. Joe Rogan was actually – I watched some live ones or some mm, real-time Fear Factor's in college. He hosted
1: from 2001 to 2006. It's weird cuz I I never bef- before this I never really considered it or thought about it as a game show. But yeah, it's totally a game show. Obviously. Yeah. Um Regis Fucked up games. Let me look at Regis's Wikipedia because I feel like Regis was more of a TV host that segued into hosting a game show. Yes. Sure.
0: But his work his his work on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was legendary.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, oh, second sentence of his IMDb page: once called the her- the hardest working man in showbiz. Show business, excuse me. He holds the Guinness World Record for most hours on U.S. television.
0: Well, Michael Strand's gonna beat him by like fucking next year, the way he's going.
1: So Philbin hosted. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Million Dollar Password, and the first season of America's Got Talent. So he's got multiple game shows. I don't know if Joe Rogan hosted any other game show outside of Fear Factor.
0: Was there ever a celebrity Fear Factor?
1: That's a good question. I don't know.
0: Is celebrities is too big of pussies.
1: Probably. They'd have to Cause make f- it bitch-ass.
0: Because that feels like that would be a hit. Everyone wants to see celebrities doing weird, gross shit.
1: Yeah, it doesn't look like they ever did. Um, yeah, a bummer. So,
0: I'm going Regis. I mean, I seeded I the bracket. I think, I think that's some of the best and most well-known game show hosting work ever done. It's a tough pairing.
1: Because I feel like this is also like Trump and Seacrest. They're like... Two very different shows. One is people chugging donkey semen, and the other one is people answering trivia questions. So obviously, those shows both require very different hosts. It doesn't matter, but my vote's for, for Rogan.
0: Styles make fights. All right, but Regis advances. The two versus three seed, two seed Howie Mandel deal or no deal versus Chris Hardwick singled out. Now I'm pretty biased here. I like both of these shows a lot. Do you like, do you think either one of them or um, none of them should be in this bracket at all?
2: I was very happy to see singled out on the list because I loved that show. That is, I watched it all the time. Granted it was less for Chris Hardwick and more for Jenny McCarthy and then Carmen Electra, uh, but it—I just enjoyed the show a lot. Like it was a lot of fun. It really hit with me at you know as a early teenager into my. You know, I, I have to go Chris Hardwick on this one. I never Deal or No Deal is too stressful for me.
1: <laughs> oh, fair
0: enough. I yeah. actually, I, I, actually really like Deal or No Deal, and I watched a, a lot of it in college with my buddies in our college. And house it, it, it
2: my not watching it has nothing to do with Howie Mandel. I think he's very funny. Uh, his wacky glasses are are very enjoyable and add to it. Um, but it's just the game itself is not for me.
0: I feel like single. That should be on Netflix.
1: I agree to that. I'm actually, Jeff, happy to see both of these shows on here because I loved both of them when they were on. There's a a very legendary... I've, I've probably talked about this on the podcast before, but there was a legendary episode of Deal or No Deal that I still have on a disc saved somewhere. And it's one of those things that I can just pop on from time to time if I'm ever feeling bummed out. We used to watch that when I lived in Weehawken religiously it was we made like an event out of it this chick was the ultimate contestant to the the producers who who plucked her out of the pile well done because she when she realized like she she was killing it killing it eliminating all the weak ones she got a one or two big numbers busted out but she was getting the highest offers And her family was jumping up and down, stomping on the floor saying, deal, deal, screaming at the top of her lungs. And this woman, you could tell, there was a moment she went from giving so much of a fuck about the prize money. The instant that flipped to her giving a fuck about being a star in that moment. She's like, I could take this money right now, but then I'm not going to be on TV anymore. She did this face where she was like, looking back and forth, Whoa! boom Slams the door shut. No deal. And her family, like, faints. And they're screaming. And at the end of it, she left with, like, 20 bucks or something. It was fucking epic. <laughs> they bought her, like, a fucking number two at McDonald's. Oh, it was great. And her family, like, they were just defeated. They were just melted into piles on the couch, like, I need to get you out of my life. Um, I'm digressing here. I, I love both shows. My mom and I watched Singled Out a lot when it was airing. And I do think Chris Hardwick is a great host, but howie Mandel, his improv skills are second to none and that benefited his hosting tremendously. He's he's a sharp motherfucker, Howie Mandel.
0: Yeah, I think he's an I think he's an awesome host. I thought he did well with Deal or No Deal obviously and I uh I think I actually think it's I, I like it more than Jeopardy, because the stress gets shifted to the to the contestants and not and not me. Like I'm always competing when I'm watching Jeopardy with someone else in the room, whether it be my brothers or my homies, and I don't have to compete with anyone. I could just just root for destruction, chaos, <laughs> and Deal or No Deal. And 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 like you said, he he does improv some funny jokes, and I think he's probably the. F- well, no, I was gonna say the funniest that I've ever went on on this list. Joe Rogan might be the funniest, but Howie Mandel is, clo- is close. Howie Mandel is fucking hilarious, and it's a perfect spot for him. He should get. They needed. I know they brought back Deal or No Deal somewhat recently, but I would really watch it again. I, I, they should bring it back a third time.
1: Just cancel it and bring it back again. So, what are we moving forward with? I think Howie.
2: It's Howie? A, whatever your vote is.
0: Yeah, I'm going Howie. Yep, then. Uh in the semifinals of the primetime region, we got Regis versus Howie. I just think Regis was so iconic. That's why I'm gonna side with him in this one. All I said about Deal or No Deal, it's a better show than Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Even though Who Wants to be a Millionaire kicks ass several ways. It's an awesome game show. I think Deal or No Deal is better, but Regis. Regis just fucking killed it, man. He killed it.
1: I got to go with Howie. I'm um, Regis. Nice. Blasphemy. A recount. I demand a recount.
0: <laughs> all right. So flipping back to the left side of the bracket, the winner of the reality region, Gordon Ramsey for his work on MasterChef and really all the other cooking reality game shows that he does. Uh, Top Chef. Is that a game show? Do you watch Top Chef? Or he, he didn't do that one. Right? I don't think he does that. Snapchat, hell, excuse yeah. me. Hell's Kitchen. It was hell. how was hell. It's just a reality show, right? There's no... Pretty game much. No,
1: th- I think it. there is a competition element to it, but it's too much, like, trash reality. It's like... It's got too much Jerry Springer in it. Hell's Kitchen okay. isn't for me, but I love the fuck out of some MasterChef. Um, so what's the pairing Mark here? Mark
0: Summers. Double oh. there. Mm.
1: Gordon Ramsey, Mark Summers.
0: What are you going to do?
2: Uh, I've got a, a, this is a tough one. This is child me versus adult me. Uh, And I think Mark Summers just had double dare was such a big part of my childhood that I have to, I have to go with my heart and go with Mark Summers.
1: You're going to Peter Pan it, huh? Yep. You know what? I have to go back to the Trump argument. As much as Gordon Ramsay kicks ass, I don't know how he would do if you put him outside of a food-related game show or competition show. I feel like Mark Summers embodies a game show host. I think he's he's a plug-and-play guy. And I also feel like, I don't know if I'm making this fact up in my head, but I feel like Mark Summers is like a germaphobe OCD, and he had to get covered in slime all the time and fake boogers and shit. So to be able to power through all that and still be a host of a sloppy kid show, I gotta give it to Mark Summers.
0: I'm surprised that didn't come up in your uh, Howie Mandel argument.
1: Well, he only had to be surrounded by hot chicks.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, he also was a germaphobe and had a battle OCD.
1: Yeah, but... Mark Summers had to get slimed. All
0: right. So Summers advances uh, over Ramsey. Who going would your vote the have finals? Been? Oh, Ramsey. Totally. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I like Double Dare, and I liked it back in the day, but I I, I like Gordon Ramsey a lot more than Mark Summers. Like, I, Mark Summers, like, as a host, didn't stand out to me as a kid, and I haven't really watched Double Dare in like, 20-something years. I didn't watch it. You said it came back in 2018, right? I didn't watch the, the reboot. So I'm going Ramsey, but it doesn't matter. You guys have spoken in Summers Advances. Uh the winner of the daytime evening region, Bob Barker going against the the winner of the primetime region, Regis Philbin. Oh two Titans. It was always it should have always came down to these guys, honestly. It's easy for
1: me. That's that's a no brainer for Bob Barker. Me
0: too. Yep. I'm going Regis. Wait, you go? You both go, Bob Barker?
2: Yes, sir.
1: You're not even going to think about it,
2: Chuddie? Nope.
0: Right.
2: I always, uh, always have watched way more Prices Right than pretty much any other game show. Bob Barker right. is a titan among men.
0: No. Still, t- still, still kicking. Ninety-seven. Got to give him some credit for that. The finals: Mark Summers versus Old Man Barker, Barker's babes, Barker's bitches. It's almost too that easy. Fucking OCD weirdo, yeah, Mark Summers. This
2: is Bob
0: Barker's Did he get the goat. Easy
1: one? Uh, I yeah. mean, it's there's just this like subconscious collective that everybody expects of a game show host. And I don't know whether he had to work for it or if he was born with it, but Bob Barker just embodies a game show host. Like, I don't know if it's if it says anything skill-wise on his behalf, but he's got what it takes. He's got the chops.
2: He's the gold standard of game show hosts.
1: Yeah.
0: I think it's the small mic, the skinny mic. I think that gives him enough... Uh originality and separates him from everyone else
1: i think the skinny mike thing was just a thing from the 70s that he just kept
0: never let go right
1: i think so yeah i don't know all right bob barker wins the stink Fartendale Invitational. <laughs> did you disagree with that did you were you gonna vote for mark summers
0: no fuck mark summers i was on bob barker too no, I told you I didn't. I didn't really fuck with Mark Summers or I don't know. Like I didn't watch Double Dare past me being like seven years old. So Bob Barker, wow. by the way, should have been Alex Trebek, but or actually should have been Donald Trump. You guys are fucking haters and losers, as he would say. <laughs> well, shit, the only
2: we just loser have loser. Uh... That conversation is him.
1: Oh shit. Yeah. I mean, just
0: well. Technically, they're still they're still figuring it out, Shuddy. Technically speaking.
1: Uh, I mean that pretty much takes us to the end. But I do have to go over the um the results real quick of MSPH Wrestling Six Blippi's Revenge, which took place this past weekend. And man, brevity is is not one of uh, Dominic's strong suits.
0: Wait, when did you get the document over to you? Uh
1: he emailed it to me earlier today. Uh Okay. I'm going to get I'm going to get through this. It's very I'm I'm like squinting to see because it's been such a long day and I'm getting blinded by the umbrella light.
0: Yeah, the last So the bear fucking, with me here. The promo that he did Red Leg like War and
1: Peace. Oh man. But now Jeff, we're not going to hear Jeff. fucking with his calls. mic again. Well, that's good, because it'll, it'll give me a chance to get through this. So, MSPH Wrestling 6. First event was the Triple Threat Tornado Tag Team Elimination Match for the inaugural MSPH Tag Team Championships. It was the Clowny Room. Clowny Hair and Ronald McDonald versus Team Sticks and Stoned, which is a real true stoner and the mighty Boognish, and Los Lemos, which was revealed to be Shuddy Boy and Dom, in uh, Lucha Libre masks, recreating their moment from Hot Topic 20 years ago or whatever that story was.
3: Uh,
1: So, uh, the clown room make their way to the ring looking more badass than ever. Arts and the mighty boogness shock the MSPH wrestling fans coming out to the ring with face paint and heaven and hell attire. Los Lemos are revealed as Shuddy Boy and the Dominator. Ronald is surprisingly the first eliminated when he gets planted face-first with the Dominator finishing move, Shuddy Boy takes out Clowny with the assist from Arts. Shuddy Boy eliminates Bugnish with a wicked powerbomb pin combo. It's two-on-one now as Los Lamos are working over Arts. As he's the only man left standing, they both inflict punishment on his arm and elbow. Arts gets a top rope splash, courtesy of both Lamos. Dominator puts Arts... Away with another faceplant in the mat. Los Lemos get the win. Shout out to Shuddy Boy and Dom. And then we moved on to the steel cage match for the MSPH Women's Championship, which was Bonnie cashing in her Money in the Bank briefcase versus the champ, Gen T. Bonnie comes out to a mixed reaction from the crowd after showing off her shiny new pink money in the bank briefcase and Gen t arrives at the uh at the arena to a huge pop with fireworks to top it all off Gen t is relentless on bonnie almost the entire match both women get into a who can smash each other's head into the cage harder war for what seemed like forever at one point bonnie looked like she's going to win the belt but one of her high heels gets stuck on the cage while climbing and Gen T is able to pull her leg, sending her crashing down to the mat. Jen capitalizes, climbs up and out of the cage to retain her title. Shout out to you, Gen T. R.I.P. Bonnie. Then we moved on to a very anticipated match, which was the backstage brawl for the Hardcore Championship, Blippi versus, versus Jeff the Dragon Clark, the champ. This was a, a match that took place backstage in the hallways behind the scenes of the arena, which was a big hit amongst the Zoom, Zoom call viewers. Everybody was very excited, but that was the shortest match of the night. This was pretty much a squash match with revamped V-neck Jeff Clark working blippy over from the start. Both men get into a big shuffle, but it's Jeff who takes advantage with multiple chops. Fireman's carries and Irish whips into the lockers backstage. Jeff busts Blippy open with a crossroads right to the cement floor. Jeff picks Blicky, Blicky, Blippy back Blicky. up, flicks him the middle finger, and hits a swinging neck breaker to seal the victory. Winner and still hardcore champion, the Dragon Jeff Clark.
3: We
1: that then moved the, on. That was
0: like the UFC knockout of the night. I. Fucked Blippy
1: up. Blippy didn't stand a chance. That was over in an instant.
0: It was so, awesome.
1: Well done to you, Digital Jeff. Uh then we move on to the fatal five-way table elimination match for the MSPH Canadian Championship, which was Shitman Fart replacing Y2J Chris Jericho versus Snowman Pooh versus Spat versus Happy Smokes versus the champ low man Chris. Shitman Fart makes his MSPH Wrestling debut and is very impressive with many flips and power moves that wow the MSPH Wrestling fans. Shitman Fart was trained by the legendary Jim Needshart and Jimmy (laughs) Fart of the Fart Foundation. (laughs) Instead of Jim
2: Neidhart and Brett the Hitman Hart.
1: Oh. All right, thanks for explaining that one for me, Shotty. You're welcome. Spat hits a stunner on the champ, but Low Man Chris returns the favor by power bombing Spat through a table, eliminating him in less than a minute. Haffy is eliminated by Shitman Fart, followed by Snowman Pooh, eliminated by the champ. Low Man and Shitman go at it. And the crowd is going nuts for the rookie here. Low Man Chris silences the crowd real quick when he see when he sets Shitman on top of a table. Low man jumps from the top rope and buries an elbow deep into Shitman's chest, causing the table to split in half. Shitman Fart is the last eliminated winner and still MSPH Canadian Championship. man Chris, shout out to you. Got a little bit of an asterisk here. After the match, man Chris stomps out of the ring, grabs a mic from the announce table, and addresses the crowd. He says that no new wrestler will come in here and become a star at my expense. I won't allow it. You can all kiss my Canadian ass. He flips off the camera and walks out with a sinister grin on his face. Oh, my God. There's like 18 more of these. <laughs> Holy no, shit. Now you're to get through it all. We're going to do it. All right. Then we went on to uh, the Hell in a Cell match for the MSPH Television Championship. The Hurt Business Apollo Creed Senior versus Thunderwolf versus T-Bone versus Dylan the Trucker. Versus, versus Twisted Texan versus the champ, Chief Brody. This was the most chaotic match of the night. T-Bone and Dylan the Trucker are making their MSPH wrestling debuts here. Twisted Texan and Thunderwolf work together to stomp on Apollo Creed in the middle of the ring. Dylan the Trucker gets tossed out of the ring, smacks the ring floor hard, and never fully recovers. Chief Brody folds Thunderwolf in half with a massive powerbomb that puts him away for the three count. Making the winner... And still MSPH television champion, Chief Brody. Shout out to you, friend. That brings us to the Monsters Among Men handicap elimination match, which was the Marshmallow Man and Skeletor versus the Voice of God Mike, Big Sexy, and Diamond Dallas DeWitt. So that was a a two-on-three match. Mike, Big Sexy, and DeWitt are not intimidated by the duo of Marshmallow Man and Skeletor. Skeletor is wearing his new Wreck Everyone and Leave shirt and comes out firing out of the gate. The match goes on for a while until DeWitt uh, plants Skeletor face first onto the concrete wall with a DDT, eliminating him. DeWitt immediately goes after Marshmallow Man, knocks him off the top apron, and gives him a DDT to the floor as well. DeWitt gets the three-count on Marshmallow Man and pretty much carries his entire team to victory, making Voice of God Mike big, sexy, and DeWitt the winners.
0: Is he taking notes the whole fucking time, or does he rewatch this?
1: I don't know, but Dom 100% puts the work in.
0: This is amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh, A couple more. I would say
0: it's both.
1: Uh, where are we? Where are we? Okay, triple threat, no holds barred match for the undisputed world heavyweight championship. Shawnee Killface cashing in his money in the brief money in the bank briefcase versus Neon Kevin Kraft versus the champ. Ginger and juice. Shawnee Killface comes out like a man on a mission, holding up his newly won money in the bank briefcase. Kevin comes out next to a huge pop, looking like his fully evolved quarantine form. Headband, Gecko Hawaii shirt. Puffy pants, pink sunglasses, and more. The champ. (laughs) Ginger and Juice hits the ring, and they all go at it. Kevin impresses early with a Hurricane Rana. Is that a thing? Hurricane Rana. Hurricane Rana from the top rope to Shawnee Killface. Shawnee Killface with a rear choke lock on Ginger. Ginger is barely able to escape and hits a Camaro lock on Kevin, almost making him tap out. Kevin is finally able to get up, reverse Ginger's off offense, and put him away with a neon bomb for the win. Winner and new undisputed world heavyweight champion is neon Kevin Kraft. My first non-bitch ass performance in MSPH Wrestling. That brings us to the elimination chamber match for the MSPH Women's Money in the Bank briefcase. The rock star Amanda L versus Curvy Beer Girl versus Red Rage versus The Goat, versus Yasmeen Bleeth, versus Jamie Fox. Jamie Foxx and Amanda L. start off the match. The Goat is the first woman unleashed from the chamber, followed by Yasmeen Bleeth. Red Rage is out next, and Jamie, Jamie Foxx spears Amanda L. through the glass chamber wall. Amanda L. is the first eliminated. Curvy Beer Girl is finally unleashed and goes right after her longtime rival, Red Rage curvy bureau girl tosses red rage over the top rope sending her crashing to the cage floor the goat hits a standing moonsault on jamie fox eliminating her the goat sends curvy bureau girl crashing through the chamber glass with a spear eliminating her red rage eliminates yasmin Bleeth, and now it's down to her and the goat red rage puts the goat away with a sister abigail kiss to the forehead and then smashes her face first into the mat to steal the victory winner and the new Ms. Money in the Bank is Red Rage. Uh, and then we'll browse through the rest of this real quick. There was a 30-man Royal Rumble, which was very entertaining. And in a shocking turn of events, Big Sexy defeats He-Man and clotheslines him out of the ring for victory. Royal Rumble winner and the new Mr. Money in the Bank is the one and only Big Sexy. Um, and then before we go, these are the injuries. This is the injury report following MSPH Wrestling 6. Jamie Foxx, shoulder and chest injury, suffered a cracked clavicle and six broken ribs after the goat and Red Rage gave her a big splash off the top of the chamber. She will be out of action indefinitely. <laughs> Dylan the Trucker suffered back spasms after Thunderwolf tossed him unceremoniously from the top rope onto the floor multiple times. He will be out of action for four to six weeks. Blippy suffered a concussion and lacerated forehead at the hands of Jeff Clark during their backstage brawl. He will also be out of action indefinitely. Snowman Pooh suffered a deep cut in his back and a pun- punctured lung from the wood pieces after getting powerbombed through a table by Lowman Chris He will be out for one to two weeks. And finally, Bonnie.
2: Out for one to two weeks with a punctured lung? Hey, I don't make the rules. (laughs) And uh,
1: our friend Bonnie has suffered a broken nose when she was pulled from the steel cage and her face hit the floor during the women's championship match. She also suffered several chipped teeth. She was spitting out pieces of her teeth after the match and will be out of action for six to eight weeks. But she's expected to make a full recovery. So thank you to Dom, and thank you everybody who attended and watched on twitch.tv slash domv311. These are the matches Dominic has been making for decades, where he makes custom characters on the WWE wrestling game, evens out all the stats, and then programs AI matches where the computer just faces off and we all just watch the random results. And Dom puts a lot of work into it. Everybody had a great fucking time on Saturday watching this. And we hope to see everybody at the next one. And holy fuck, that puts us long over. So we got to go. But hey, thank you for watching, friends. Um, Subscribe if you haven't already and toss us a five-star review if you wouldn't mind. Also, check us out, youtube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. The full episodes minus the Easter eggs are up on YouTube where you can watch and see our goofy smiling faces through the whole time. Um, if you need more MSPH in your life, please head over to patreon.com slash MadScientistPartyHour and check out all the other bonus content that is offered to you there. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shetty Boy, At Jeff for Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Don't forget to listen to Jeff's podcast, Fade the Media. And if you want to be a part of Voicemails Yay, just call 201-472-0139 or you can just shoot your emails to Mad Scientist Party Hour at gmail.com. Shut up, you got anything?
2: Nope.
1: I'm losing my voice. So until next time.
3: Ooh something.
1: Fucking plampoom plamp. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Okay. Alright, alright. Alright. Ooh,
1: is this gonna work? Let's see.
3: Can you hear me? I can hear you. Cool.
1: You look uh, a little fucked up over there, Jeff.
0: Yeah, I look like shit. I don't know, Mike. I've been sneezing and coughing for, like, well, no, not coughing, but sneezing for, like, the past hour. Yeah, you uh, look oh.
1: bad. You got that I fucking guess. dick COVID. What were you going to say? Uh, Shuddy muted me in the middle of my joke. Oh, Shuddy's muted.
0: <sighs> well.
1: I was saying you've got some COVID in your dick hole.
0: Good thing Pfizer's on the way, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, for a vaccine. Oh, no. Well, meeting has been ended by the host.
3: <sighs>
1: All right. Hey, we'll figure this out. We will figure this out.
3: Oh, that's fucking poopy poopies. Um...
1: Let's see. Will it work? Shuddy. Oh, I heard you a little bit there. You can't hear me? Oh, now I can, yeah. Okay. Yep,
2: yep, yep, yep. Could you guys not hear me before? No. I had the Zoom open and didn't have the mic plugged in because I wanted to hear when you guys came in, so I think that was the issue. I Let me give you recording capabilities. Ooh. You are
0: loud as fuck, actually.
1: Bing, boing, who? Shuddy. Let me take a look at the levels real quick, because I noticed last week with Alex, you guys were a little more quiet, and Alex was super quiet, even though everything sounded good in my headphones. The recording was off. Uh, you know, I put... I put some time into trying to fix it, but I don't know how well it worked. Can you guys say some stuff.
2: Yo 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 yo.
3: Jeff. Yo 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 yo
0: yo yo yo.
1: <laughs> nah. All right, you guys sound good. Jeff, you're a little more quiet than usual.
0: I mean, I'm cool with that if you guys are. I don't. I don't know what to do about that on my end, though.
1: Yeah, because you and Shuddy are on the same pot, so it's not like I can turn one of you up without the other.
2: You're just going to have to project.
3: Hey, you're going to be
0: Just yell the whole time. This could be a pretentious uh, podcast. Pretentious? Yeah. MSPH?
1: never talk chess i'm gonna talk politics talk a little jeopardy oh jesus christ i'm too stupid i'm gonna have to sit this one out guys
2: (laughs) luckily from tuesday to saturday all i watched was cnn so i am now you're locked in yeah i mean i'm basically a political analyst at this point
0: (laughs) you know the full ins and outs of the electoral college huh (laughs) i know all the counties in arizona
2: yep I know all about the suburban revolt against Trump.
1: Oh, Oh. boy. Is that what they're saying on CNN?
2: That was the phrase that uh, on the first night, John King, that's what he kept saying as they were watching the votes come in. The suburbs, the suburban revolt. Like I said to Sharon, we should should be be playing a drinking game with every time he says suburbs. She said we wouldn't last 10
3: minutes. Wait a second, Suburban Revolt? I think I saw them open for Pennywise once.
2: I would go see a band <laughs> called Suburban Revolt, for sure.
0: <laughs> that would be, that is actually a pretty bitch and punk name.
2: Yeah, that is, yeah.
3: Back off, man. I'm a scientist.
0: It's kind of crazy that we haven't recorded since the election. I, feel I know. It feels like it was a, wa- a long time ago.
1: Yeah, it feels like we skipped three episodes. <laughs> it's only been a week. My God, a lot of shits going down. You know, that is true. All right, let's see here. Make sure I got all my ducks in a row. All right, ducks are good. Let me make sure I got all my farts in a row. Yeah, who cares about the ducks? Let's line up those farts.
3: Got any duck farts in there? <laughs>
0: duck fart is a baseball slang term for uh, like a wheat ground ball that
1: duck fart like sp-
0: yeah like could hit a duck fart down the line
2: like uh i have never ever heard that phrase before in baseball
0: i actually could have just made it up
1: yeah it's probably called like a truck part <laughs> but jeff's like oh yeah
3: the duck fart
2: I mean, you guys know how I get down. Yeah, that probably could happen that way. <laughs> Shit, Dom never sent me a recap of
1: He sent me he's one. He's still writing it. He's only he's only like six thousand words in, so. <laughs> Yeah. It's uh he's teaming up with George R. R. Martin to finish the rest. Yeah.
0: Really? He's only in D- act three, so we gotta see.
1: Oh man. Oh man. I forgot to write an intro too.
3: Whoo, Kevin! I know, man. I never been... have an intro
1: anymore. I know. It's very uh, been what very are hectic.
0: Doing
2: today? Were you were you busy or something? A little bit. Sitting on his thumb.
1: <laughs> Working on my gape game. I
0: probably should chip in with the intros. Alex, has, Alex has a whole bunch, doesn't he? Queued up.
1: Or no, that's what Jeff suck Jeff a dick. suck a
0: dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> I know he did a few intros, too. I'm dragging ass tonight, fellas. You guys don't have to pick me up. I'm all easily blotchy. I'm drinking the super strong coffee, though, to, to kind of break out of any slump or lull that I have.
2: I had a, a, a hectic day of home ownership.
1: You find oh, yeah, some more, more poopy pants buried in the walls?
2: No. I installed a new washer and dryer. Yourself? Yep.
1: Man, you—it's pretty <laughs> alpha. Become quite the domestic consumer.
3: Got my smart fridge. I got my smart washer, and my stupid dryer. No.
0: Yeah, can you play video games when in your we,
2: washer and dryer? When we were looking at washer and dryers, Sharon said there was no need that we had needed to have one with Wi-Fi connectivity.
0: Ah, Jesus Christ.
3: What a bummer. Am I right? (laughs) But what if I want to check my final fantasy football score?
2: Because I love doing laundry so much that I'm going to want to set it to, to do its business from away from home. Wait, there is
0: such a thing.
2: Yeah. She's like, what's the difference between this washer and dryer and the ones we were looking at? Why is this one $200 more? I'm like, the only thing I can see is that it has Wi-Fi. And she goes, well, we don't need that.
0: I mean, but you'd be a lot cooler if you had it. So like you could, is it like a, uh, a simply safe home security system where you can like check the security camera on, on like an app on your phone? Like, can you fire up the washer or dryer with, with, with a phone app?
2: Uh, that's what I'm, I'm looking into this right now. Cause I didn't. They were $900 a piece. So that wasn't exactly a...
1: I haven't been living that luxury laundry life in probably, you know, getting close to 10 years now.
2: Yep. Use the ThinQ app to start the laundry while you're out shopping. Check remaining cycle time or get notifications on your smartphone. Go hands-free, select washer features, work with Alexa and the Google Assistant. Never run out of detergent again. Track usage and automatically delivers your favorite detergent right to your door. She's right. We didn't need it.
1: <laughs> well, I... Because my the, the place that I lived at with Seek, there was a, a laundry room in like every other building and then in like the main clubhouse building or some shit there was this like Chuck E. Cheese style vending machine that you had to get a laundry card from and you had to visit that little kiosk every time you needed to refill it so you would like plug the card in and then insert your credit card and refill the card and that was kind of nice and then when I moved here you know it's back to the old coin op machines and I used to run across the street and get rolls of quarters and shit But now with the coin shortage, they installed an app function on the washers and dryers here. So you just download the app, and you have to load it up with your credit card. And then if you're in range of the machines, you can pay the fee like that and start the machines.
2: Does it cost you any more than it used to?
1: No, which is nice. Man, I can't believe we're in a fucking coin shortage.
0: Yeah, how long so has
2: that weird. been
1: going on? I haven't heard of that.
2: Oh, for I don't a couple think months, it's right? as big of a problem now as it was projected to be.
1: Every place that I went to had signs up like, um, "If you're paying with cash, please use, use exact a, change. exact change or pay as much as you can in coins." Does
0: that have anything to do with like the pandemic?
2: Yes, that's exactly what it has to do. Like we are having an issue because most of the Bank of America's by our stores have not reopened.
3: Ooh.
0: Oh no.
2: So they've consolidated staff to specific, to a few branches and the local branches aren't open. So we've had a a difficult time getting change because just of not having any banks open. That's been our
3: issue.
0: How, how could the pliable place be open, but not bank of America? That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Aren't
3: they, aren't all
1: the tellers already behind like five inches of plexiglass? Like they're already got the sneeze guards.
2: Yeah. I mean, the thing is uh, it, the, the pandemic can't be the, is not the sole blame. Like these are small branches that usually have one, only one or two tellers, and then like one loan officer working. Like they're not branches that are really busy. The busy branches are open. These smaller local, kind of just for this particular community branches, aren't open.
1: They straight up closed the bank across the street from me like permanently.
2: I thought the Wells they, Fargo.
1: Yeah, I thought they shut it down for just for COVID times. And they had like a sign up if you need, you know, this location is temporarily closed, go see our main office and blah, 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 or whatever. And then like I had gone there so many times to try and get fucking coins to do my laundry. And then one day I noticed a sign that just said, yeah, this, this, this branch is permanently closed. I was like, oh, fuck.
0: Dude, I've left my debit card in that ATM like three or four times over the years.
1: Yeah, you don't have luck with that place over there. You got your fucking car towed, leaving your damn ATM cards and shit. You're a real fucking supple dude or (laughs) smockers.
0: That plaza's a real pain in the ass, let me tell you. Between the parking and just all the shit going on there. But, yeah, I've used that bank a bunch of times. Left my debit card in the ATM. Pour some liquor out for that Wells Fargo branch, though, in Ventura. Jeez tough. If they can't stay open, we're all fucked.
2: Well, a lot of people do online banking now, so it's not that crazy that bank branches are actually closing.
0: Yeah, I would assume assume a lot of them are going to probably go down before it's all said and done.
3: Ready, go. Don't throw us away. (laughs) All right.
1: All right. My ducks and farts. All in a row.
0: All situated?
1: Yeah. All systems go, baby.
0: Such a stuffy nose. From Los Angeles, California, we are the mad scientist party hour.